Welcome to the Straight Cut. My name is Steve Garland. I am Aaron. And we are back from the Members Lounge again at West End Cigars. Boy, is it good to be back. <laughs> you know you missed me. I know. <laughs> yeah, three weeks without me, huh? I missed you, buddy. Yeah, I kept up with the episodes. Though. I yeah. listened as soon as they came out. Um, you guys did a good job. Yeah. So yeah, it was you know I had good uh, good people filling in for you and everything. Good rotating. Yeah, staff and had Brandon and Doug and Doug Fresh and yeah. yeah, have one that's not even out yet with, with yeah. Chris. So yeah, we did we did pretty good. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I enjoyed listening to the episodes. I thought it was uh, good content. You guys did a good job. So so we and we also got a uh, another. Uh, country on the map yes <laughs> yes you did it kinda, it, we kind of cheat the system we cheated a little, bit, a little on that but one did you, did you, how did you how many did you listen to uh two two there the third okay. one came out after i was home so okay, yeah, because it says we had two so i was like mm-hmm. i was hoping you'd only listen to one and had another one waiting or had, had somebody else listen to the to another one no i listened to both of them while i was there yeah it doesn't matter still counts still counts yeah. <laughs> making that map blue <laughs> So, uh, this week we are smoking the Drew Estate Pappy Van Winkle tradition. Um, Aaron, you've not had this cigar yet. No, right? I've never had this. This is the first time I've ever had it. Um, you know, me and Brandon talked about this last week uh, with our five-year anniversary coming up the day this drops. Um, he said, yeah, just smoke this one. I've never had it before. Um, so, I'm going in totally blind. I think this is the first time ever on this show that either one of us are going in yeah, you know, a cigar totally one of us blind. has never smoked. Yeah. yeah, I've had this one before. We've had it for a little while. So this is part of uh, the Drew Estate Diplomat account. Um, so basically, your Liga Pravadas, um, the Pappy Van Winkle tradition. There's a couple of exclusive uh, Hoda Nicaraguas. Um, and then the Florida Sun Grown, I believe, is part of that. And they, they release stuff randomly throughout yeah. the year. Sometimes you get it first. Sometimes you get it, you know, only at... at uh, diplomat account so um it's a cigar we've had for about a year now roughly yeah was it like a i guess ipcpr of 18 we got it about five six months after that yeah somewhere in there so right about this time of the year um is when we got our first allotment of them so um we've had quite a few guys smoking these of course the name always Mm -hmm. draws the the whiskey guys right and uh it's a pleasant surprise on the cigar because it's not flavored mm-hmm. right it's just uh, a cigar that complements the bourbon we were trying to find some pappy to drink and, and that's much harder well i was trying i was trying to find an open bottle right an open bottle where we didn't have to buy a bottle yeah. right um and that was well as you can tell just it did not work yeah we'd have to both drain our piggy banks to get yeah. a bottle so yeah. we decided Nah, the cigar's good enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. Having that, and I just got out of the gym, so I'm having uh, my protein shake with my Pappy. Mm-mm-mm. Great combination. Yeah, I got Diet Coke. Mm. So, yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about my trip. Um, so, I'm sure most of you guys know, but I went to Italy for two weeks, um, and I did a big tour. So, we started in Rome. It seemed a hell of a lot longer than two weeks, Yeah. Too. Well, for you it did, because... You guys are covering all my hours here at the shop. It's because and, I missed you so much. Yeah, it's because you missed me. That's that's the real truth. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we started and ended in Rome. Um, we covered a, a big chunk of Italy. Basically, anything north of Rome, I saw. Yeah. 
Um, you also went into another country. Yeah, we went into Switzerland for a day. Not really a day, or a couple hours. Um, basically, it was just a shop. Um, you know, it's where all the high-end Swiss watches and <clears throat> knives and, you know, there's Gucci stores and, and you Prada. Didn't, you and, didn't bring me anything Prada? No. Uh, <laughs> they didn't have anything that I thought either of us would uh, would appreciate. <laughs> Unless you're wearing, like, you know, Italian-cut skinny jeans and... Yeah. and Stuff like that. Mm. It's, it's neither one of our styles. No, I'll, I'll stick with Old Navy. <laughs> you wear Old Navy jeans? That's the only one that like, has the... I'm that weird in-between size. Yeah. And they... They do have the odd sizes. Yeah. So they ha- it's the perfect one. Yeah. Yeah, I wear Old Navy jeans, too. Yeah. I didn't know that. And they have that, like... Look at that. Eskimo Jean Brothers. That, that, that spandexy <laughs> kind of feel to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, the stretch. Super comfortable. I'm like, at you. first, when it first came out, I was like, I don't want to wear spandex. And then wear, I was like, oh, my God, this thing is life-changing. Yeah. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. You actually bend and like, me, just stretch. Just so much some, room for activities. Yeah, just give me some spanks. I'm good to go. <laughs> yeah. I, do they have spanks for men now? <sighs> is that is that a real thing? I, probably. But yeah, this is a great cigar. Back on track here. Um, so it's made for uh, the Van Winkle family in the distillery. Um, it's a really interesting cigar. We'll kind of get into it a little bit more. Um, as we go, but yeah, um, Italy. So great food, um, really crowded in Rome and Venice. I did mm-hmm. not enjoy Venice. The the I don't even want to call them streets because there's no cars. The the canals. Well, no, the canals are different. Like where you walk oh. in between the buildings, like the sidewalk. It's not a sidewalk either because it's just a walkway. The the paths between the buildings. Literally, you could reach out and touch. Like, I could put my back against one wall and reach out and touch the wall on the other side. Okay, so like the alleyway kind of thing. Yeah, they're all alleyways, though. Okay. It's So it's not odd. It's not like, oh, that's a creepy alley. Yeah. It's the whole city's built like that. <laughs> the whole city's a creepy alley. <laughs> and Rome is very similar. Rome's a little more spread out. I mean, I think the, those, those cities are so old. Yeah. The U.S. is only 265, 70 years old. Yeah, Rome is thousands. And I agree. Thousands. I tell you, it was it was really interesting in Rome. We're standing there looking at the Pantheon, and then you turn around, look behind you, and there's a McDonald's <laughs> in the same courtyard. Now, did you eat a McDonald's in no. Italy? See, I would wonder like if it tastes the same. Probably not. We did eat it one when I was in Japan years ago, mm-hmm. and they use uh, instead of like the the oil that we use here because it's real fat. Yeah. And, and gross to them, um, they use a fish oil, so the fries taste fishy. But their 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 diet is mm-hmm. much more fish based yeah. than ours. So, yeah. I didn't eat it one in Italy. There was too many good pastas and pizzas. And I was say you uh, you don't look too more like too much bigger. No, well you walk enough, you kind of walk yeah. off everything you eat, other than the gelato with every meal. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not the, the biggest thing. fan of gelato. Well, hey, you can be wrong every once in a while. I knew that was coming. <laughs> Do you like ice cream? Not really. Okay, so you just don't like ice cream-based things. I, I like it, but it's just like, it makes my teeth hurt. Yeah. So I don't really eat it as much anymore. Well, it's very similar to our ice cream. It's just flavored a little differently. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's milk and egg. It's, I mean, yeah, it's very... It's really, really close consistency-wise yeah. to our ice cream. It's just not, uh, like what you think of with strawberry ice cream is not what you would get with strawberry gelato. It'd be more like... Uh, 
kind of a mix between sherbet and ice cream. See, I'm all, I've always liked sherbet better. But yeah. I mean, Little Rock has a good uh, gelato place, and I've been a couple of times. We do, yeah. Where Zaza's? I didn't know that. Yeah, hmm. yeah it's a they have a gelato there. I have to take my wife there. Yeah, she loves gelato. Get you a good pizza, a good salad, and gelato. Mm, there you go. One stop shop. You think it's like actual Italian pizza? <clears throat> I mean, I assume so. I've never been to Italy. Um, <laughs> you would have to make the distinction on that. I yeah. mean, it's like it's not. It, they're like smaller size. Not the size doesn't have anything to do. No, with like it. well, I'm saying like it's thin crust. It's got the sauce. You can get just a regular margarita. I mean, they have. Yeah, it's not like the Pizza Hut stuff where it's piled with, you know. Topping after topping yeah, after topping. It, they're simple but really yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. The pizza there was really good. I ate probably more pizza than anything else. Mm. I ate pasta too, but the pizza was supreme. Oh yeah. Uh not supreme pizza, but supreme <laughs> quality. Now are were they all like uh like brick oven style or the majority of them? I assume that's are. how most of them are. Yeah, done. most of them are okay. that way. And uh I solved a uh, a long time debate in the pizza world mm-hmm. because I was sitting in an Italian pizzeria, okay, and they had a pineapple and ham pizza okay. on the menu. What was like it called? legit pineapple? I don't. It was in Italian. I don't know what that means. I mean, but if it said like Americano, it's probably like called the no. American. No, it just had a name, oh, okay. and then in the description it said ham and pineapple. So where were you on the fence of? I, I'm it? okay with it. I don't yeah, have a problem with I'm it too. I like it. I like pineapple on everything. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 you get that sweet with the salty. I'm good with that. Yeah. Yeah, I had a lot of people. I put that. I posted that on a uh, social media page, uh, Pizza and Cigars. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty cool page. I'll have to add you to it. Pizza Mike, uh, my boy, started that. Um, I met him after he started it. He's not – I don't know him that well, but oh, okay. he's a good guy. I'm uh, Really, Really cool page all about pizza and cigars, and they share all kinds of cool stuff. But I shared that on there. And it was a, a pretty good debate back and forth of whether or not oh, yeah. it was I mean, that's, uh, it's made a, for the tourists or legit. Yeah, that's such a polarizing yeah, thing. It is. I mean, it's kind of odd that that's what we debate in America. Should pineapple be on pizza? I mean, we're yeah. I mean, <laughs> we don't have anything that's ours. Like, yeah, we do. Food, like food wise, we have very minimal things. So. We have to adapt. You talk about like a hamburger. It's not ours. That's pretty much American. It's Hamburg, Germany. No. Yeah. But it's not the same. You, you know what I think is the most American dish, which we're, since we're going on a food rant? Oh, no, I got it. Go ahead. I'm, but I'm going to tell you what the real answer is. No, you're going to be wrong. No, I'm not. It's San Francisco Bay Area Chipino. That is as American as You know as what it that gets. is? Chipino. Chipino. You wouldn't like it. It's it like, sound like American. It's a seafood dish. Well, that's not American. Yeah, it is. No. What? What is it? It's... a. I just said it. It's a seafood it's a, what dish. What is it, though? Like, what's in it? You can't just say it's a seafood dish it's and like, be done with it. It's got, like, mussels and shrimp. It's like a, a almost like a bouillabaisse. Do you know what a bouillabaisse is? I have an idea, yeah. Okay, it's French, <laughs> like a fish stew, but then it's, like, American. So it's just an Americanized fish stew from France. Yeah. So, again, you're wrong. <laughs> All right, I'm going to tell you the one thing that you do not find other places. Moon pies. Well, that's, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. <laughs> Uh, biscuits and gravy and bacon and eggs. Really? I have been to multiple countries. Brag. Nobody does breakfast like Americans. Mm, no, it's I'm, absolutely awful. No, I'm no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say wrong right there. Who? A full English. 
What is a full English? A That's full, like a like an Irish breakfast. A full English. It's oh. got like a, you get you get your potatoes on it or not, something, doesn't it? What are, what are hash? It's browns? It's not hash browns. No, it's like like a, like mashed potatoes. No, full English has got you got beans. You got beans. You don't put beans on got, breakfast. You got blood pudding, dude. You got that white is pudding. terrible. You got you got your eggs. You got your rashers, which is that just is big not a bacon. good breakfast. You got your uh, then you got your grilled tomatoes, your that's sautéed not, mushrooms, no. and a Guinness. Come that on, is, that's not good breakfast. Ah, that's the best breakfast. No, you're, you're wrong. wrong. No, you're wrong. <laughs> I've missed this. <laughs> <laughs> no, so like we ate breakfast at the hotels that we stayed at. And they tried their best to do American breakfast. And some of them did all right. But it's not like eggs to them are not, they don't know how to scramble them, right? They're very runny. A lot of more powdered eggs, which is terrible anyways. That's where you get most, I mean. And then uh, the bacon was basically raw, like uh, prosciutto almost, but thick, like bacon. So like super floppy. Not even like floppy, like raw. Like you could see the bacon sashimi. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> I ate it at like two of the places. I was like, I can't stomach another piece of this. You know, but you you talk about biscuits and gravy in our, in America. So there's a um, in New Orleans. There's a French restaurant, or a French like it's a culinary place you can go and you learn to cook uh, New Orleans food, Cajun Creole, all that kind of stuff. And so the main chef there, uh, an older woman, she went. She went on vacation up north a little bit, um, not too far away, still like in the south, but not as far up or not New Orleans. So she goes and she sees on the menu biscuits and gravy. She's never had biscuits and gravy before. She's telling the story while she's cooking. She's demonstrating everything. And we're just all, you know, capsated by the story. She's like, I order, I order the biscuits and gravy and I get it and it comes down. And I was like, oh, this is just uncooked roux. <laughs> no which i mean but if you're a food person and you know what a roux is that's funny i don't know if it was a joke i don't know if yeah. it actually happened but i lost my shit it was so funny because i'm looking around I'm like nobody nobody it's like i got you girl i know what that meant <laughs> yeah i missed breakfast so bad that literally we flew home and we got home at like nine o'clock that night went right to bed first thing i did the next morning we went to cracker barrel and ordered biscuits and gravy, bacon, eggs, a pancake. Like I loaded down. Give me the give me the short stack with everything. <laughs> oh man, it was so good. I so I've been back a week. I've eaten at Cracker Barrel, I think four times. Really? Three or four times, yeah. That's how much I miss breakfast. Okay. But breakfast is my favorite meal. Well then we gotta get you to some good breakfast places in Little Rock that isn't Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel's pretty good. I mean, not bashing Cracker Barrel, but who's the best back breakfast in Little Rock? I've uh, eaten at most of them. I'm going to say either Leo's. I have not had Leo's. I've heard it's pretty good. I'd say Leo's or Delicious Temptations. I've been to Delicious Temptation. It's overrated. It's still good. It's overrated. But I think Leo's is probably my favorite. I need to try Leo's. I haven't been there yet. Because you know how you get the the lamb bacon, what you call it? Oh, yeah. Now imagine that in an omelet. Well, that would be good. It's good. Yeah. Do they do biscuits and gravy, though? That's the they That's do. the key. They do. Is it good biscuits and gravy? It is sausage gravy. Okay. Yep. I can deal with that. I think it might even have some gyro meat in it too. In the gravy? Yeah. Hmm. You got to think it's a Middle Eastern restaurant. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, we start started and finished in Rome. Um, we went to Florence, Cinque Terre, uh, Lake uh, Lake Maggiore, which is north of Milan. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Venice, Assisi, Capri, Sorrento, Pompeii. See, that's where I I want to go to Pompeii. Pompeii was cool. Because I've been to a Pompeii exhibit in Kansas City. Yeah. And they brought, you know... The cast. A lot of the... Well, and a lot of the artifacts and yeah. everything and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, you pretty much you don't see the city itself, but... Yeah. It was really interesting. Yeah, the city was really interesting. Um, most people don't realize until you go, it's basically like a giant orgy city. Yeah, it's a, it was a brothel city. Yeah, there's brothels everywhere. Mm-hmm. There's literal, like, stone penises on the road pointing you to where the brothel is. <laughs> the the old traditional arrows. Yes, it was unreal. <laughs> and then when you go in the brothel, above the doorways, there are pictures of what each room is specialized in, right? Mm-hmm. It was kind of... Um, it was... I don't want to say a culture shock. It was uh, eye-opening. Because you don't hear that about Pompeii in school, right? They can't teach you that. No, you mean you hear about the the volcano blew up, right? You know, Vesuvius. people frozen in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but now you 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 know there was like there's like couples there. They're like they're nudging like, hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, I did not nudge my wife. When we went that. <laughs> no, it was interesting though. Um, it's definitely a place you could go and spend a, a long, couple days, long time. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we were there for a few hours and and you just get a brief overview of yeah. what the city was yeah. and it's really cool i put up some pictures you can see the uh vesuvius in the background it's actually overdue for another eruption um and they were saying like the longer it takes to erupt the more violent it the becomes be, yeah. and there's uh there's a million people living around vesuvius now um and so if it blows up again well, it's you, gonna be well, awful I mean, I mean history repeats itself yeah so yeah it's gonna be bad we're due for a new plague we have too many people on this planet. <laughs> Dude, don't say that. That's that's not cool, man. You can't just say, like, we need a new plague. I'm just saying, we have... That's not cool, there's though. There's a lot of people here. So? I mean, I might, make, I'm not, I might not make the cut. I mean... <laughs> that's terrible. That's Manifest Destiny. I don't know. <laughs> that's not what Manifest Destiny means. Well, to me. I, can't, I don't have any control over it, so if You're it right. happens, it happens. You're right. I agree. Just give me the plague. Don't give me no. the plague. Don't... No. <laughs> Golly, <laughs> let me get some life insurance on you as well. <laughs> so back to the cigar real quick. Um, like we said, we're smoking the Drew Estate Pappy Van Winkle tradition. Uh, what do you think so far, Aaron? First time smoking it. This is nice. You know, I coming into it, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know if it was going to taste like whiskey or have that, you know, oaky taste and aroma. Um, but it's, it's, it's really nice. The, uh, the flavor coming off it, it's it's not too strong. Has some really nice body to it. Uh, yeah. Again, the smoke is really nice, just like every other Drew Estate. Um, smoke isn't really. It's not billowing off like a lot of the other stuff, like the Liga or the Nicaruska or anything like that. Um, it's a subtle smoke, but it is really nice. the f- The feel of it, it's it's really nice. It's not oily at all. It's velvety. Yeah, it is very um, velvety. Um, Really, really good. Yeah, um, real smooth, pretty wrapper. Yeah, yeah. The uh, quite a big band. I'm and I'm guessing that's Pappy on the on the band. Yeah, that's the same image that's on the bottles. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I've I've never seen a bottle either. You've never seen one? No. Oh yeah. So you've never tried it at all? No. Because okay. I, yeah. Well, we're gonna have to get you somebody. Well, we could have <laughs> used it for tonight. We'll have to find like the ten year or something that's not quite as uh, expensive. I mean, I don't even know what they run. I mean, I know I know it's expensive, but to me, like an expensive yeah. bottle of whiskey is like a hundred bucks. That's 
expensive yeah. but still doable. Yeah. Is this more than it's like a hundred? More than hundred, yeah. More than two hundred? Yeah. Jesus. Most of them, I don't. I'm guessing off the top of my head because I haven't looked at the prices in a long time. But the hard part is that you can't find it in a liquor store most of the time, right? Mm. You're you're buying it secondhand, so they're charging premium for it because it is so limited. Um, but I think the the ten year is like probably three hundred fifty to five hundred bucks a bottle, somewhere in that range. All right. So I just I just typed in Pappy Van Winkle. First thing that came up, Pappy Van Winkle Bourbon Family Reserve, twenty three year old. Three thousand. Yeah, the twenty three is the the hard one yeah. to get. Yeah, I'm not gonna worry about that. Uh, they do have a twenty five year age seven hundred fifty milliliter in like a casket kind of thing for twenty five thousand. Yeah, I'm I mean, not, may- I'm not gonna buy that. Maybe they take a post dated check. <laughs> You'd have to post date it like five years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I was fortunate enough. Um, I worked at another shop that had a bar, and uh, we got some of this in. Um, because we spent a lot of money with one of the liquor stores here locally. Yeah. And uh, so we had the 18 and the 23, and I got to try both of them. Um, and they're good. They're really good. Um, I'm probably not big enough into bourbon to really appreciate it, though. Yeah. That's why I don't buy and it. And see, I think that's where I fall, because I, I'm i not a bourbon drinker. I've said it numerous times. Um, I just haven't found the right one for me, I, I assume. I used to be – I like whiskeys, like Irish whiskeys and scotches. Um until I got to the point where I was drinking a bottle a night when I was in my bad stage. So I don't really drink whiskey anymore. Um, honestly, what I drink now, if I'm not drinking just like a, a, a pretentious beer or anything <laughs> like that. Uh, you mean like brewed in the bathtub? <laughs> yeah, l- l- little ducky wine. Um, I like vodka. I mean, I, vodka. Yeah, I like drink mixed. Um, I like dirty martinis and mm-hmm. I like uh, vodka. Shaken, not stirred. Uh, shaken, not stirred, extra dirty, extra olives. Okay. A little yep. James Bond going on there. Yeah. In fact, I had one this weekend. It was nice. Yeah, I saw that photo. Yeah. You were at uh, 906 Lounge, which is in Fort Smith. I was. First time up there. You know, they treated me really well. Yeah. Great shop. Uh, met a couple of the managers and everything. Uh, met Bruce. Yeah. Awesome dude. He, you know, sat down with me. Um, you know, even though I worked at a shop, you know. He sat down just like you would any other customer and just yeah. talked over some stuff. So really nice uh, place and really enjoyed it. But yeah, it was I had a had me a nice martini while I was up there and some nice couple of cigars. And honestly, one of the best cheesecakes I've ever had in my life. Yeah, I saw, I saw your deal. I need to try that. I guess, dude. This thing was like the cheesecake was four or five inches tall, just a big hunk, and then, then it was a creme brulee on top. So that you can, sounds like, awesome. You can like. You could hit it with a spoon and hear it crack and crumble through. Oh yeah, oh, so good. That I'm a, I'm good. a cheesecake guy. Are I, you? Get, I get that from my mom. My mom loves cheesecake. Yeah, that's that's where I get it from. You yeah. like just plain cheesecake? I'm a pure, like yeah, I'm a purist. Yeah, I like that. Um, if anything, maybe a little chocolate on it because I okay. I will push over a child for chocolate. Yeah, um, but I don't dollars butt. No, yeah, <laughs> like, million, it, million like, chocolates butt. Like if it was if it was million dollars, and you can never have chocolate again. Give me the chocolate. I'm not taking the money. Yeah. Yeah. Like, huh. I'd like, probably take it. Well, then you can't have any of my money. <laughs> no, well, I, ca- I, guess I, I get ca- the money. You I can't, can't have, have any of my money. money. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have any of my chocolate. Um, so, speaking of finding shops out of town, so Fort Smith, like we, like we said, the mm-hmm. 906 lounge is there. It's about two hours from us. So, yeah. Uh, you and I both travel quite a bit. We do. Um, so how do you like to find shops when you're out of town? 
Um, we get this question a lot. Um, I, it used to be just Google. Um, but now what I've, what I've started doing more is actually talking to the reps that come through our door. Um, because I, I ask them or I tell them what I'm looking for. I don't want anything overly extravagantly fancy. Um, because I don't feel comfortable in those places and I just, I'm not going to dress up. I'm going to be me, still me. So I want a, a nice neighborhood shop like what we have here. Um, so that's what I go, I look for. So any rep that comes by, yeah, I'll ask what territory they're working at or if I'm going to, uh, like I went to Atlanta, you know, a couple weeks ago. So I asked a couple reps like where to hit, where to hit up and they gave me a couple options and I went to, I think I went to two of the three that, you know, they, they talked about. Yeah. Um, and then once I'm there, if I start talking to regulars and if it's a bigger city, like Dallas has hundred plus. Oh yeah. Almost shops. 200 shops. Yeah. So Atlanta's the same way. Yeah. So I'll talk to the regulars and be like, Oh, is this the only place you go? Do you bring anywhere else? You know, stuff like that. So yeah. reps first, then the regulars, because they're never going to steer you wrong. And then, and then you can go to like cigar aficionado yeah. where the, uh, like where to smoke yeah. and stuff like that. Um, so that worked up in Philly when I went to Philly last year, did that. And I actually went to the, uh, uh, the the main Ashton, yeah, uh, the headquarters, the headquarters, yeah, off off that app, yeah. So uh, I'm kind of similar. I I ask people in this shop first normally, because mm-hmm. um, usually you can find someone that has either been there a, yeah. a few times or someone who used to live there, something yeah. like that, or you know, hey, I, my brother lives there. I've been there, you know, half a dozen times in the last four years, and these are the shops I went to when I was there. Yeah. So. Um, and then the reps are, are a great reference for that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if I have somebody, a lot of times they ask us that, right? Yeah. And, and so I'll text one of my reps that I know covers that territory and be like, Hey, what are the best shops in St. Mm-hmm. Louis or wherever? Mm-hmm. And, uh, so they're, they're great. They give us a lot of great information They go in every shop. So they see, you know, kind of how yeah. things function. The yeah. only downside to asking the reps is if there's a store that doesn't carry their product, they're not going to know about that store. Yeah. Most likely, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Yeah. But um, so that's why I prefer to ask customers first, and then same thing, try to talk to people while you're in the shop, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, online references. You know, you can Google best shop, best cigar shops in Atlanta, and it'll yeah. pop up. You know, and I, I, I look at the I look at the pictures. You know, take a look at the you know yeah the ambiance and everything. Yeah, yeah. what's in the humidor? Yeah, how yep. the humidor looks. You I mean if the pictures look dirty and stuff? I'm not going to go there. Yeah. If it looks too clean, like everything's pristine and yeah. like white tablecloth service, I'm, you know, I'm not going to go there just because that's not, that's not me. So have you ever been to one of the Davidoff lounges? Um, so I went by, uh, the one in Atlanta, uh, the one that they have, uh, I think it's by the stadium. I can't, I can't remember. I'm not sure. Uh, no, that was, that was the burn by the stadium. But I, I went by the I went by it. I didn't I didn't go in there. Looked too um, fancy it, for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I have been to one um, in Vegas. I will say, if you've not been to a Davidoff Lounge, mm-hmm. it is an experience that you don't get in a lot of places, yeah. and I recommend you try it. Yeah. Um, yeah, you got to dress a little nicer. Um, yeah, you got to tip a little more than usual. Yeah. But it's uh, usually the customer service is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, and so those are shops I like to hit when I'm feeling fancy, you know, put on my, uh, uh, what is that? Justin Timberlake song. As long as I got my suit and tie. Yeah. <laughs> I see. I, I used to only have one collared shirt. Yeah. But now since I just got married, I now have two. 
Are you serious? You have two collared shirts? I have a black one, and that's what I wore to funerals and to weddings, and now I have a white one. Well, you have like that flamingo one, the short yeah, sleeve. Well, I'm saying like... That counts. It's a collared shirt. Well, yeah, but... Am I going to roll up into to Davinov of Geneva in a pink flamingo shirt? Probably. Why not? <laughs> in Ve- I mean, okay. our rep Garrett, okay. you know, you look okay. at the suits in he Vegas. wears. In Vegas, I would. Not anywhere else, though. Nah. Like. Long as you, long as you look presentable, you, know? you can't wear your bandana in there. But <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't like wearing collared shirts, so that's just me. To interfere with your beard. It, it. That's a point. Like, you can't, <laughs> you can't see. I mean, I have a big beard, and... Like I cut off about six inches of my beard for the for my wedding, and you could still barely see, you know, a nubbin of the tie, yeah. and that was it. And now it's just like, all right, wedding's over. Now I'm just gonna let the beard go again. <laughs> I would like to get to the point where you can't see any of my band shirts. You just you just see beard. That's gonna take you a little while. It'll probably take me another year. Two? No, probably two years. Yeah. So, probably two. So Marielle is probably just now hearing about this, and she's not gonna like it. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna look like uh, ZZ Top. Hey, I'm I'm fine. It, it's fine because not everybody can do it. Yeah, I can pull it off. Yeah, you're gonna get it caught in your table saw or something. Though. Uh, so I already like I have I wear like a, a schmock, and you I tuck your beard in. I tuck it in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about when you're eating? You tuck it into your shirt. No, but I should. Man, there is so much stuff I can't eat. Oh, dude, tell me about it. Yeah, because you used to have a big beard. Yeah. Cheese dip. Shit. Yeah. The one that gets me is cereal. Because when you're eating it and it like, yeah, when the milk drips off the spoon onto your chin or Pepsi, oh, that's disgusting. But yes, (laughs) you cannot get milk out of your beard by just wiping it out. Like you have to go wash your beard now. It's ridiculous. So it's funny because before I went to the gym tonight, I ate a a peanut butter sandwich just to get, you know, some protein and everything in me. And like my mustache. Peanut butter and jelly or just peanut butter? Just peanut butter. Just peanut butter sandwich. Yeah. You don't put jelly on it? And not not for I just need that I just need that protein before. You gotta put a little jelly on it though. Yeah, I know, but I, I like I like a little peanut butter with my jelly. I like jelly like I really like jelly. But yeah. anyways, that's beside the point. So I have like a long mustache and like I could feel it like in the corners, had to go wash it out, and then like you just can't wash out peanut butter. No, just, you can't. Like, ugh, like I gotta take a yeah. shower just to get all this yeah, stuff out of my face, just to go to the gym to get dirty. So on food real quick. We're gonna we're gonna venture off a little bit here. One of the other places yeah. I went this week was Waffle House. That tells you how much I've been missing breakfast, right? Yeah. So I went to Waffle House. Mm-hmm. My wife had not eaten at a Waffle House in fifteen years, maybe what? twenty. Yeah. She doesn't like Waffle House. Why? It's not. It, it's just not her place. She doesn't like dislike it, but it's just not the place she picks to go. I, mean, I don't blame her. You know, it's not a nice place to go sit down and eat. Yeah. I like it. I like yeah. the food. She's yeah. okay with it. But uh, the hash browns. Mm-hmm. How do you like your hash browns? I, I've got the menu here. So I am scattered. Okay, scattered uh, is like that's yeah just, not not in the ring. Yeah, not in the ring. Um, so I get mine uh, peppered or uh, uh, is it a is it peppered? Peppered is with jalapeno. Yeah, so peppered and countryed with sausage gravy. Yep. So jalapenos and gravy. Yep. All right. So I if tried I'm feeling it. froggy, I'll throw some ham in there, but yep. mainly it's just jalapenos and sausage. I tried it this time, covered, chunked, and country. So mm-hmm. that is melted cheese, mm-hmm. the ham, and gravy on top of it, and it was damn good. So one time I, I went, and uh, they messed up the order, and I put it down, and I was like, 
And then she like instantly realized like, oh, that's not what you order. I'm like, oh, don't worry about it. I'm because I'm super easy. I used to, yeah. you know, growing up in the food stuff, I'm I'm fine. I was like, oh, don't worry about it. It's fine. Don't worry. I mean, place is busy, but it was uh, it was like it had everything that I normally get, but it had chili on top of it, dude. So gravy and chili? Yeah. No. It was like no, no, no. It was gravy. It was chili instead. It was of chili gravy? instead of gravy. Okay, so jalapenos and gravy, or and uh, and, yeah. and chili. Yeah. Oh, it was, I'm down for that. But I've never had it with like hash browns before. Oh yeah. And I was like, dude, this is. I was like, your mess up has become my new like. I'm gonna spoil myself today with chili <laughs> instead of gravy. <laughs> That's funny. I don't know that I've ever had the chili at Waffle House. Um, Normally, when you go there, it's like I mean, you're drunk and you just order whatever's on the menu. Yeah, right? I mean, you just want to make sure you're not running a marathon afterwards, yeah. or you know, have to be anywhere important like a meeting. Like, yeah, if you're going there and going straight <laughs> home, yeah, you're square. I mean, don't eat that stuff before you come up here to you know work a shift or whatever. But uh, it'll be good. Yeah, I love it. I, I'm a I'm a Waffle House fan because the food's the same everywhere. Yeah, every Waffle House you go to, it tastes the same. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Like, I've even wanted to buy, because they're like, their hash browns come in like a giant, like, milk crate. Yeah. I've always wanted to be like, how much for one of those? Because <laughs> you never see them anywhere. I mean, it, yeah, I'd be all about it. Now, what kind of toast you get? I just got regular toast uh, and put uh, strawberry jam on it. I'm raisin. I'm raisin toast. Raisin toast. Now, I got the chocolate chip waffle this time. Are you? It was a little too much. Are you, are you 10? It was a little too much. <laughs> you don't like chocolate waffles? I mean, just funny. I mean, just... A 30-year-old, I'll take the chocolate chip waffle. <laughs> well, they only got, originally they only had two options. You get regular chocolate chip. No, I'm sorry. They have a third one. What is it? Uh, they have like, do they have blueberry? Now they have blueberry. They had something else. What What was it? I don't know. I've n- Like raisin or something? I don't remember. I'll be, I've never had a waffle at Waffle House. <laughs> what? Yeah, I've never had a waffle at Waffle House. What is wrong with you? I just I've never had one. Why? I don't know. Like I love waffles, so why don't you order it? It's because it's I, the I, Waffle House. I know, but like like that's what they're known for. That's blasphemous. Because Aaron. I like just the ham and cheese omelet, bacon with a waffle on the side. Nah, that's too much food. No, that's too much food. Oh come on. Yeah. No, I'm I don't go I weenie. Mean, I don't need to eat that much. <laughs> all right let's touch back on the cigar real quick from the drew estate website it says uh drew estate is honored to represent the van winkle family from with an ultra premium cigar that reinforces the legacy of america's true living icons julian van winkle pappy van winkle tradition features an ecuadorian habano oscuro wrapper indonesian binder and aged fillers from nicaragua and dominican republic so Jonathan Drew says the Pappy Van Winkle tradition features an ultra-complex combination of extensively aged fillers from Nicaragua and the Dominican Republic that are blanketed in a flawless Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro wrapper. Availability is limited, and I am humbled to extend the Drew and Van Winkle friendship, time-tested honor, and craftsmanship to Drew diplomat humidors across the United States. So that's what I was saying earlier, the, the diplomat account. So yeah. we're one of two in the, in the state yeah. um, that have that, and they're... They're fairly rare. I mean, you find them. Every state's got a couple, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Arkansas is kind of behind the buck on that, but we had a a really large tax for a long time, and so our cigar culture is rebuilding now mm-hmm. um, because they cut that tax down. So, I, I am I am loving this uh, Oscuro wrapper though. 
So this cigar comes in the Coronita, which is a 4x46, a Robusto Grande, which is 5.5x54, the Bellicoso Fino, which is a 5x50, the Churchill, which is a 7x48, the Lonsdale, which is a Drew Diplomat um, event exclusive. So those are not for sale um, in normal diplomat accounts even. Um, and then the Corona, which is a 5.5x44, and I believe that one is also some sort of event exclusive as well. It's not, it's not readily available to everybody. Mm-hmm. So, it's good. It's it's got a really, like distinct woody flavor, like oaky woody it, flavor. It to does. It. It, it's it does have the woodiness. It has a little bit of nuttiness. I'm picking up too. Um, it's a very, uh, it's a very dry smoke. Like a like, yeah. a, like a dry wine. Yeah. It, it has a very dry taste to it on, on the palate. Um, you know, I, I don't smoke a lot of cigars like that, but this one is pretty nice. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you know, I've never smoked this before. Um, so I I would like to smoke it again, maybe with a, you know, some sort of drink. Yeah. See how the the notes and flavor, you know, <clears throat> play off each other and everything. Um, it is a very, very nice one. I'm not, I'm a perfect burn. And on mine, it's having like a razor, razor edge. Haven't had, a, haven't had to relight it yet. Um, so that's good. And these here, we've had these in our humidor for about well, a year. Probably about a year. Yeah, it's a it's a more expensive cigar mm-hmm. than a lot. So a lot of people don't buy it because of that. Um, it's kind of a, a select market that yeah. is looking for these. Yeah, this this isn't a daily smoke. No. Um, this is. No, this one's like twenty five bucks. Yeah. Yeah. So twenty five dollars for any cigar is that's a celebratory, or you're just you know wiping your butt with hundreds. Money. Yeah. But the reason why we're smoking this tonight yep. is because, um, I guess I can say tonight, is our five-year anniversary. Yep. I'm excited. I don't yeah. Know. No, it, it's uh, we've got a really cool event set up. Um, so Fabian, who is uh, one of the ambassadors for Drew Estate Cigars, is going to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's a, a big personality. Yeah. Um, you guys probably saw the video we shared from the West End Cigars. Uh, social media sites. Um, he's in a bright orange tracksuit. Yeah, you will know when he's in a room. Yeah, he's uh, he's a big guy too. He's I don't know how tall he is, but really? he's tall. Yeah, uh, so I've never I've never met him. Yeah, I've just seen the videos of you and him. Yeah, not just a big personality. He's a big fella in general. Um, really, really nice. Super friendly. Um, really knows his cigars well. Um, and and I'm super excited to have him here. I think he's gonna oh, yeah. be. Uh, a really good personality to have here in the shop. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely, L- definitely looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, so we'll be showcasing. We'll be having this cigar, not showcasing, but we'll have this cigar. We'll have all the other Drew Estate stuff. The yep. Liga Bravada, the Herrera Esteli. Uh, man, they have their 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 line is so massive. Yeah, they sell a ton acid, of stuff. Um, the new Acid 20 mm-hmm. that just came out. Yeah, the Cuba Arte, um, oh, yeah, which Cuba is Arte. really cool in those water towers. <sighs> that is that is the the coolest quote-unquote box that I've seen in quite a long time. And what's nice is that it comes with a sticker. I'm a sticker guy. Um, like you can tell but just off my laptop and yeah. my, humid, my travel humidor. I'm like a, like a kid. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they, but they have a sticker of the graffiti that's on the on the water tower, and that's that's pretty neat. Yeah. So Drew Estate, if you're not familiar with the brand, they sell all the acid cigars. Um, they have the Undercrown in three blends, the Liga Pravadas in three or four different blends. 
um, and a couple limited edition, um, the Florida Sungrown, the Nika Rustica, the my Uzi weighs a ton, uh, the Kentucky Fire Cured, which is a, a off branch of the my Uzi weighs a ton, um, the Herrera Esteli, which they now have four different blends of, mm-hmm. uh, the Laritan, the Deadwood, uh, the Tobacco Special, two different Pappy Van Winkle blends, Isla del Sol, uh, La Viaje Habana. Uh, Ambrosia, Factory Smokes, and the Subculture. So they make a lot mm-hmm. of cigars. And we have more than, we have three quarters of these in our humidor. Yeah, we have a lot. Um, that's part of being a diplomat account, though, is we carry so many cigars yeah. um, because we, we love the brand, right? The, the The marketing is spectacular. It's kind of guided towards younger crowd, um, other than some of the traditional stuff. Like the Liga Pravada looks very traditional yeah right yeah uh the underground stuff is very similar to that um but when you get to the acid stuff it's very very bright um very loud yeah i mean it has um, a sport bike yeah on the band a lot of infused cigars with mm-hmm. drew estate um a lot of not infused cigars and and they kill it on both sides of that right anybody that's brand new into cigars acid is usually the first cigar they try mm-hmm. how many people a day do you get say oh that's the first cigar i ever had oh i mean Multiple a day. And and every time we do an event and we take a whole bunch of cigars, we're always taking some sort of acid or the Herrera, uh, not the Herrera, let's see, the the Tabac. Honor Crown, Tabac, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, and more times than not, the acid is going to be, if not the first one off the table, it's going to be the most taken off the table. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Yeah, we sell a bunch of them. You know, you... You either love them or you don't. There's no kind of middle ground. There's some. I mean, I some of the first cigars I ever had in this that I bought from this shop were was like the Acid Blondie. Um, bought it from Brandon, you know, four months or so after he opened. Um, so I can't, you know, I can't fault them. It's well, a, I I somewhat disagree with you in that there's no middle ground because yeah, after after I said it. I, I, I do want to retract it because sometimes I want an infused cigar, whether it be the coffee, the tabac, or the new, uh, the, the Arte. It wasn't overly sweet like a lot of the other ones were. Yeah. And it was actually quite pleasant. Um, yeah, they've done a good job over the last few years of kind of branching that middle ground, mm-hmm. right? So cigars that are infused, but they're not overly sweet or sugary yeah. so that anybody can smoke it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we have... We have customers that buy, you know, the darkest, fullest-bodied cigar they can find, and then in the same transaction, they're they're buying two blondies and a Cuba Cuba, yeah, right, or a Tobacco Special or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, they they have cigars, even the infused cigars that anyone can enjoy, yeah. And that's been kind of cool over the last couple of years, being able to reintroduce those cigars to a lot of people. Um, that Cuba Arte is really good. Um, it's not something I'm going to smoke every day, mm-hmm. but when I'm in the mood for it, it's a spectacular cigar. Use my word there. You guys tried to steal my word while I was gone, by the uh, way. We, uh, we used it enough for you. I know. I, I was hoping you would not use it anymore. <laughs> you were hoping I wasn't going to use it anymore? It's my word, man. Come on. <laughs> Why? Well, it's I didn't my know, signature. I didn't, I didn't know you had a, uh, a, uh, whatever it is. A patent. A patent on that, on that word. Yeah. yeah. It's my word. Uh, yeah. I mean, like I'm. Honestly, if I'm smoke, if I want a like an infused cigar, I, I like the I like the tabac. Yeah. Um, the either the dolce or the negra. I prefer the negra. But yeah, with me as much as I really enjoy chocolate, 
you know, it gets that little chocolate fix for me. Yeah. Especially now because I'm trying not to eat like junk food anymore and crap like that and go to the gym as much as I can. Yeah. So if I want chocolate, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll get a chocolate cigar kind of thing. But it's not it's not gonna make me sick because it's overly sweet and it's just yeah. like it's just a balance. And we I mean we've had the we had the Dolce what a couple what five t- six episodes yeah ago? it's been a little while I mean, ago yeah um yeah can, can you believe that we've done this for six months now man yeah boy don't feel like it. i know it doesn't but uh, it's six, awesome yeah six months um time flies when you're having fun huh uh-huh yeah when you're not here it's fun <laughs> wow already sick of me huh <laughs> gosh i just got back man i've been on one today apparently yeah yeah, I tried to offer you a hug or yeah. uh, a breathing exercise or something to calm you down. You've been you've been hyped up. I think it's because so this is the first time we've ever recorded after I've gotten back from the gym. Uh, so I think I'm still a little too much testosterone pumping. My my uh, my pre workout I yeah. think is still probably running through me. I mean it's called it's called irate. I mean, does it make you feel like you're uh, wrapped in a fuzzy blanket? Uh, like a warm, tingly feeling. Yeah, yeah. I can't stand that feeling. Yeah, but I mean, it, not for long. It, it lasts for like an hour. That's too um, long. And then, but like the training that I do, it's high intensity the whole time. Like yeah. I, like I wear the heart rate monitor, all, all, like on my chest thing. So, and we, the gym I work at, we always try to, we have competitions to see who can stay in the red zone, the longest. And today, huh. I thought I was gonna die. Yeah. It's pretty rough. Yeah. Yeah. But uh. Yeah, I don't. I don't like pre workout at all. I I used to not do it, but then whenever I got my kettlebell certification, I was like, well, I gotta, I've gotta like amp up a little bit more because <laughs> that. I mean that that drains me. Yeah. Because it, and it's an hour long. class. Kettlebells are hard. Yeah, it's an hour long class. Yeah. So I was like, I needed a little, a little, little bump. Yeah. <laughs> a little push. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm not. I'm not into the pre workouts. I know a lot of people that like them, but I ride my bike. I can get you into the red zone and keep you there for quite a while. Dude, I will say, uh, we I forget where we're going. I think me and Mo were we're up in Fort Smith or something, and uh, we I saw Dougie post his picture of his bike ride. Yeah, and I was like, man, kudos to you because he did like 22 miles in an hour and 22 minutes. Ah, and I was like. I don't since I don't ride a bike. I don't know yeah. if that's good or bad, but that's, I was like, it's decent, like, especially pretty, at his age. That's pretty good. You just it's good him at his age. You just called him old. No, I'm not saying he's old, but you don't see many 56 no. year old men that are able to go ride like that for an hour and a half. Yeah, no, it was it was good, and and knowing where he rode. Yeah, it was like the elevation changed a little bit. Yeah, um, but it was, it was. I was like, kudos to you, Doug. Yeah, we have a really cool. Um, pedestrian only area, and we have a bridge that goes over a dam, so it's called the Big Dam Bridge. Um, that you, thing is a monster is. to ride over. When you're first getting started, you have to go over it yeah. to do the whole loop. Yeah. You have to go over it at one point or the other. And when you're first getting started, it is a beast to get up that thing. I like the Big Dam Bridge. That's where me and Mo had our first date. Yeah, I remember this. Yep. <laughs> and then you got scared of the spiders. There was a lot of spiders. <laughs> and they were big. You're such a wimp. Dude, spiders can kill you. Not those spiders. Those are like wolf spiders. That just sounds scary. Well, it's just because they're big and hairy. 
Kind of like, like you. It's like I know we have a lot. They're of li- a lot like you. Is that why you're afraid of them? Yeah. <laughs> I, like I know we have a lot of listeners down in Australia, and I've just seen some of the pictures. Oh yeah. Of the spiders that come from Australia. Yeah. It's like no, I can't. I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't do that. So we met this guy from Australia on our on our trip, and uh, we hung out with him the whole time. Um, but we were talking about that one day about all the stuff that can kill you um, in the <laughs> outback. He's like, ah, you don't really see it that often. I'm like. Pfft. Every day somebody's posting something like that. And he's like, well, I mean, every day somebody in America gets shot, too. <laughs> like, touche. Yeah, touche. <laughs> touche. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. Um, but, yeah, it's like not a big deal to him, right? He, he doesn't. It's not a big deal. Did you know the dingo took my baby is real? Yeah. I didn't know that was a real case. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was, woman served jail time because they thought she killed the baby. And like ten years later, the forensic evidence came back and proved her innocent. Yeah, it's not like an urban legend. It was. Well, I thought it was just like, you Fol- know, like folklore kind of. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. But uh, the dingo took my baby. Yeah, she actually said that. Yeah. Yeah, he thought it was hilarious that we had no idea. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> on the trip knew. Really. And and the the average age was sixty, at least on this trip. My wife and I brought it down to sixty. <laughs> <laughs> It would have probably been 65 or 70 had it not been for us. I mean, it was retirement age, people. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, nobody on our trip had ever heard that it was a real thing. Really? Yeah. That's some, I find that surprising. Why? I don't know. I just thought... We don't it, get much Australian news here. Unless you're looking for it. No, but I think... I think... I don't know. It might be because you and I both enjoy Australian sports. Maybe I thought you would have known that too, because we just been more up in the news. Well, that happened before I was born. Yeah, I guess I am older than you. Well, you had, you would have been pretty young when that happened. No, but I mean, I just remember. I mean, even in in that was grade, in the early eighties grade school. I mean, it was just like it was like the the legend or whatever. Yeah. But then, yeah, I just I don't know, figured it was. And then Seinfeld made it famous, right? I still I'm not, I'm not on I can't, it's not on the Seinfeld. Um, I guess I will be since Netflix just spent a boatload of money to get them. Yeah, they did. Bought it from Hulu. Like $200 million or something like that. So Jerry's going to get $100 million of that. Yeah. Man. That's crazy. <laughs> Dude, just, that dude's so rich. Just printing money. He's got He's got to be the richest comedian. Um, Or Jeff Foxworthy. One of the two. I think Kevin Hart is up there. Because of all the movies, yeah, but you gotta think of all the syndication that Jerry's getting. Yeah, he's uh, no. I'm not arguing that that Jerry's not the richest because I think he probably is. Mm-hmm. But Kevin Hart is way up there. Well, let's just look at the old Google machine and see what they say. Because yeah. I think they like they had he had, he used to have a thing called like the Seinfeld contract. Yeah. And now nobody can have the Seinfeld contract anymore. Right. It was almost like he was getting the same amount of money per Every syndication. Episode. Yeah. I mean that's just ridiculous. Yeah, it's unreal. Uh, estimated to be nine hundred and fifty million. Wow, I'd have thought he had a B. I mean, after after this, he after will. after this he will. <laughs> um, and then, would you say Kevin Hart? Yeah, he's done a lot of movies though. Yeah, but you know, good movies and movies aren't the same. Oh, not even close. This now, this is just going off by what they're saying, but they're saying one fifty. One hundred fifty million. Yeah. Wow, that's not even close. All right, the 20 richest comedians in the world. 
Number 20 is Ray Romano. Uh-huh. 130. Uh, number 19 is Rowan Atkinson. A British actor. Mr. Bean. Johnny English, yep. He's yeah. worth 130. Um, Huge car guy. Eight, like. 18 is Sasha Baron Cohen, which is surprising to me because I cannot stand that dude. I, I do. I like him a lot. Have you seen no. his new stuff? His new where he plays the spy, but like it's true. Is it tr- no. It's based on a true true story. You got to watch it out. Check it out. No, thanks. Uh, number 17 is Dan Aykroyd. Ah. I did not expect that. Number 16 is Steve Harvey. I could see that. He's worth 140. That's, uh, that's, 15 is Bill Murray at 140. 14 is Kevin Hart at 150. Um, 13 is Jim Carrey at 150. 12 is Drew Carey at 165. That's surprising. Well, he's still making stuff. But, yeah, I mean, but that, still. That's Price he's, is Right Price money. is Right, yeah. Price is Right money. Uh, number 11 is Seth MacFarlane at 250. Number 10 is Jay Leno. We didn't even think about Jay. I knew Jay should be up there. 350. So you know that Jay never cashed his... Um, Supposedly, tonight show his tonight show, and he he just lived off his stand up. Huh. And then it's interesting. When he finally banked left, all the rest of it, he yeah. banked it. Yeah. Number nine is David Letterman at uh, four hundred million. Um, number eight is Byron Allen. That is. I'm not sure I know this guy either. Uh, he's worth four hundred million. He's an American comedian, television producer, and founder, owner, and CEO of the television production company Entertainment Studios, based in the United States. Number seven is Bill Cosby. We're just going to leave that there. <laughs> Number six is Larry David, who was the other writer, yeah. uh, founder of so Seinfeld. He, so he's getting right? a big chunk of that. Oh, yeah, too. he's getting a big chunk, yeah. Which I mean, which I love Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, he's worth $400 million. Um, Number five, this one will surprise you. This is Ellen DeGeneres. I can see that. She's worth $450 million. Yeah. Uh, number four is Matt Stone. I have yeah. no clue who this guy is. Trey Parker and Matt Stone. That's uh, South Park. South Park, yeah. Okay. Uh, number three is Trey Parker at $500 million. Number two is Matt Groening. Um, the Simpsons. Oh, okay. And number one is Mr. Seinfeld, $950 million. So he is $450 million richer than number two. Than number two. See, I wouldn't put number two, Matt, as a comedian. He's a yeah. He's it's a kind of a skewed list, and it may change based on what you look at. But Seinfeld's going to be top no matter what, right? Oh yeah. I mean he's he's far above everyone. I mean he else. still does like for IPCPR this year. Wasn't he doing a show in Vegas? Yeah, he does. Uh, he does three shows a weekend. Um, three out of four weekends, I believe, in Vegas. So he'll do a Friday and then two on Saturday, I think. Um, in Vegas, yeah, Every, has, three has, out of four weekends. Then he has the comedians and cars getting coffee. Yep, which is a Netflix that, produced show. That's a good show to have on the background if yeah. you're just working around the house. Oh, I like to sit and actually listen to it because yeah. you get some inside information. He uh, it's pretty he, cool. I, the la- the the latest one I just saw it was him and Bill Burr, which I love Bill Burr. Yeah, and I actually went to a cigar. Yeah, shop. I saw that one. That was that was pretty cool. I, I mean, did you watch Bill Burr's newest uh, Paper Tiger? Uh, I I started watching it and then I fell asleep. Oh my gosh! Is it funny? It is hilarious and completely inappropriate. I so I so told my, my wife. Alley. I told my wife. I was like, "This is hilarious," but I would never let you watch it. Or I, I shouldn't say let you. <laughs> I would never recommend that you watch this. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because um, in the show, he's like, you know what's funny about sexual assault? <laughs> like that's He just stops right there, and the whole crowd just bursts out laughing. But it's funny. Yeah. He He's good at, uh, because of the way he approaches things and his jokes are written mm-hmm. in a way where well, he can timing, talk about things. His timing is perfect. He can talk about things that other people can't, yeah. right? And in a different light. He he yeah. makes uh, light of a, of a situation um, that is something really bad, right? Yeah. Like, he makes a comment about uh, the whole uh, Me Too movement. Uh-huh. And uh, he's talking about, like, how bad the stories were when they first started coming out. You know, these guys locking women in their offices and all this crazy stuff. He's like, yeah, it's fading a little bit. I think they got them all. (laughs) It's so funny. He's like, now all you hear is like a woman had a bad date, you know, and like the guy didn't pay for dinner and she feels like she was assaulted. (laughs) It's like, dude, you're like right on the edge of inappropriate, Uh, but just inside that line. Well, it's like, have you ever seen uh, the Burt Kreischer stand up? Oh, yeah. Secret Time. I don't. I don't know if I saw that it's one. His I saw the one where he takes his shirt off. Well, he takes his shirt off, and he everyone. Yeah, he tells the the mafia the, story. Yeah, Russia. Yeah. So I mean, he's he's one of my favorite comedians. And yeah. My favorite one is his best friend, uh, Tom Segura, um, and we we able we were went to go see him in Memphis, and then we saw. Like we, that's our, that's me and Mo's thing. We go to comedy shows. Like we don't go to concerts or anything because we like two different types of music. Yeah. But well, comedy nobody shows. likes crabcore. <laughs> oh, speaking of. Oh gosh. Um. So, Tillian, the main guy from Dance Gavin Dance. Okay. His name's Tillian. That is like the most man uh, I, obnoxious. I, I was or deb- pretentious. I, I was name. debating whether to say his name or not. It's the most anyways, pretentious name I've ever heard. Anyways, he was in Rome Tillian. the same time you were in Rome. Oh yeah. I was scouring your pictures <laughs> to see if I could see him in any of them. <laughs> uh, I wish you would have let me know. I'd have tried to find him. I know. Like I, well, yeah, but yeah, your time difference was when, by the time I saw it, you're already gone. Yeah. So it was just. I was in Rome for a few days. Well, yeah, I know, but I'm just saying. But what I mean, what would you done? Be like, hey, my. Uh, my podcast partner really likes you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, my buddy's got a giant crush on you, <laughs> Tillian. <laughs> but it was just funny because I was like, I was like, oh, my my favorite band, <laughs> lead singer, is yeah. is there at the same time. I was like, it'd be cool if, like, I see a picture of him and yours. Like, I would blow that, I would, like, print that picture off and cut you out of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I would have, like, Gave my wife the phone and been like, hey, I'm going to kiss this guy on the cheek when I walk by. <laughs> Make sure you snap a photo so I can send it to Aaron so that you couldn't cut me out of the photo. <laughs> Just to spite you. Uh, you. What if I like got a photo and then got his autograph? You wouldn't accept that as a gift? No, I'd take that, I'd take that as a gift. With me in it? Yeah. I mean, I would just cut a picture of my face and put it over yours. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most fanboy thing you could have done. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about? Uh, comedians, and we were nah, it we, we were doing what this show does best is get off course. That's right. So another thing I'm excited about mm-hmm. is this coming Sunday. Yes. We have a um, Oktoberfest beer and cigar pairing dinner. So we have partnered with Stone's Throw, who um, is a great friend of ours here mm-hmm. on the Straight Cut. Uh, they make phenomenal beer. They've got a uh, beer garden at their um, Mac, Park. Mac Park location. Um, and so what we do is we do pairings with them. And we usually have someone else 
Um, well, not usually. We sometimes have another. Yeah, we've, uh, done, we've done coffee. We've done ice yeah, cream before. We have other things that we pair with um, besides just beer and cigars. And this time we are pairing with Fossler Hall, um, which is a great, great German bar mm-hmm. here in Little Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, they do all kinds of cool stuff. They did uh, uh, weenie dog races this past Sunday. Spectacular. Um, so they do heat races, and then they do an overall winner. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Um, but they do all kinds of cool stuff. So they're going to be cooking the food. Um, they're doing two different dishes to go with the beers and cigars. So mm-hmm. um, you can get tickets on our Facebook page or their Facebook page, um, uh, Stone's Throw, or I believe it's on the Foster Hall page as well. Um, tickets are $60. Um, up until I believe Friday, I'll have to check on that, but, um, tickets are $60 if you buy them in advance, $70, um, if you, if you don't, and that gets you two cigars, I believe three beers and two dishes. Uh, yeah, but their food is always spectacular. We, we eat, uh, a ton of that stuff. So, and the beer that we're doing, it's, um, it's beer, beer. Oh yeah. It's high. It's high alcohol content beer. Um, we're doing an Oktoberfest beer, which I believe is like an eight percent, and then an Imperial uh, beer, which is I think it's like nine and a half. I mean, it's some stout. It's some stout stuff uh, with two really good cigars and and food that's going to go along with it. So here's what we're going to do: um, the person that says they heard this on the show first um, is going to get a free ticket. Oh. Um, so if you come in and tell me, hey, I heard it on the podcast, I'd like to come, I'm going to comp your ticket. Um, so you will get to come for free um, and enjoy everything that we do. And that is Sunday the 13th. Sunday the 13th at 7 p.m. at the Stone's Throw Mac Park location. Um so be the first one, let me know, and we will get you a free ticket. I'm going to tell you I heard it on the podcast. No, you're not allowed to. <laughs> see, that's West End ba- employees that's, excluded. See, that's the bad part. We can never win win the cool stuff. No, I know, yeah. It's the same thing with working here, yeah. right? You never get the cool giveaway stuff. If it's left over at the end, a lot of times we'll take it. But. <laughs> yeah. So you've been out for a couple weeks, haven't played the game. Yep. Um, taking the money on the past couple weeks? Yeah, um, I'm taking the money on the petty crime. Okay. I'm not taking the money on the monkeys because you hear an echo way more than you think. You may not realize it unless it's a very distinct echo, but you hear an echo, even like in an empty room. When you say something loud enough, it echoes back to you. <laughs> It'd be if Technically, every sound you hear is an echo because the sound wave bounces off of something and comes back to yeah, your ear. Yeah, but I'm thinking like echo, echo, echo. Like, you hear more echoes than you know. <laughs> There's no way I'm taking that money. And you're not going to be able to fight them off because it said they beat you up every time. <laughs> Plus, those monkeys are creepy from the Wizard of Oz, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 th- I definitely took the money on the cop just because birthday, easy out, holiday. Yeah. Monkey, I can't remember if I took it or not. but You I, said yeah. Did I say yeah? Because you, you don't think you hear echoes, but I think you hear more well, than you know. Because I think I could take a monkey. I think I could no, take- it doesn't say that you have to fight a monkey. It says that the monkey beats you every time. Yeah. Well, like I said before, then I've I've had my ass kicked. I can I can handle it. It's a million not, dollars. It's not worth it. It's a lot of money. It's not worth it. All right. 
Let's see if we can get you almost to Jerry Seinfeld money with this one. All right, let's see. Million dollars. A lot of money. A lot of money. Whenever you commit one of the seven deadly sins, you must give a eulogy in front of thousands of people for someone you did not know. Ooh. <laughs> Let's look up the seven deadly sins. So we're, there's no so, uh, so confusion. I'm, so here. I'm thinking. I'm thinking of the movie Seven. What's in the box? What's in the box? Um, you have that was a movie Seven. Yeah. Oh. You have a uh, glutton. Uh, uh, lust. Yeah. Gluttony. Yeah. Rage. Greed. Sloth. Wrath. Envy and pride oh. are the seven deadly sins. You probably commit one of these every day, if not multiple yeah. every day. Uh, I'm not taking that money. I, I, you know, I don't think I can. Well, uh, so I, I would have to give a eulogy every day yes. to somebody I did not know. In front of I, thousands of people. I don't have a problem talking in front of people. I don't have a problem bullshitting in front of people that I don't know. Yeah, I think I could be fine. I think I would get tired of it. Yeah, you'd get sick of it. Like I would take the money if it was for a certain amount of time. But not every day, because I would, yeah, I would definitely commit one of those every day. Yeah, it's not worth the money. Uh, yeah, if it was for a set amount of time, like one year, definitely. But I would just get tired of doing it, honestly. Like, ugh, again? Yeah. It's not worth it. Yeah. So lust is a strong passion or longing, especially for sexual desires. Well, we're both married, so we're yep. out on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Gluttony is an excessive and ongoing eating of food or drink. So that's not one you're going to do every day, no. but it happens when you go to the Chinese buffet. Yeah. Right? Or, or, or Waffle House. <laughs> yep. Greed is an excessive pursuit of material goods, which, let's face it, in the world we live in today, most people are somewhat greedy. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I'd do that one. Um, sloth is an excessive laziness or failure to act and utilize one's talents. Ugh, I want to be like that, but... There are days. There are days. Uh, Wrath is a strong anger or hate towards another person. So every time I drive. Um, (laughs) Every time I sit across from you on the podcast. (laughs) Come on, man. (laughs) Uh, Envy is the intense desire to have an item that someone else possesses. Every time you sit across from me at the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Pride is an excessive view of oneself without regard for others. See, that, does, that doesn't sound like pride to me. Pride is not always a negative thing. Like, I have pride. This in, is an excessive yeah, pride. Like, like, I have pride in my craftsmanship at work. Right. right. Um, maybe it's when I cross in line when I think I'm the best cabinet builder. Yeah. Around. That, that would be yeah. Yeah, excessive pride. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I, I think I am. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm not. I'm gonna, not taking the I'm, money. I'm not going to take it just because I would. I would. It would get so tiresome. Yeah, you get tired of it. Yeah, that's 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 it's not worth and it. And maybe that's the pride of me being like, yeah, I don't want to do it just because I'd get tired of it. <laughs> that's sloth. <laughs> <laughs> You're not using your talent to speak in front of people. <laughs> yep. Well, see, so it, it, you would do this, get tired of it, and then you'd commit another seven deadly sins. I mean, it's just a never-ending loop. It's a never-ending loop. Yep. You'd constantly be given eulogies, but you'd be a millionaire. Million dollars is not enough to make it where you don't have to work ever again. Not unless you invest it properly. Even at that, I, I if okay, 
If you wouldn't live the rest of your life off of a million dollars. Then I challenge whoever out there listens to us that is a multimillionaire. Not multimillionaire. No, 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 no. Whoever out there is listening to us that is a multimillionaire wants to give me just one million, (laughs) I will try to make it last for the rest of my lifetime. Come on, Jerry Seinfeld. (laughs) Let let us try it. See what happens. Uh, Yeah, I mean... It wouldn't work because anything you buy, you got to pay taxes on, and then you got to pay for the upkeep. So like every house you bought... What you would have to upkeep, and I mean that's expensive. That's not a cheap thing. I just rent. <laughs> so again, you're wasting money. You're not owning anything. I don't. I'll lease a Bugatti, that ten million dollar Bugatti. That's ridiculous. You you would run out of money in a month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, after the oil change, which is twenty five thousand dollars. <laughs> so so we were talking about that. Couple episodes ago, that how why it's so yeah. expensive. I found out why it's so expensive. They have to take the the whole front part of the car out, like the axle transmission. They drop the engine. Oh, that's a stupid design. That's yeah. They bought a ten million dollar car and they can't figure out how to that's, put. A, that's why it's uh, so oil expensive. plug in yeah. it. It takes like two days to do the oil change. No, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I can go down to you know Jiffy Lube and have it done in twenty minutes. Even if I had the the money, there's no way I would buy that car. No, not that one. I would any ten million dollar car, even if I was a billionaire, I would not buy a ten million dollar car. Not a ten million dollar car. It's not worth it. I would buy. I would buy. I'm a car guy. I like fancy cars. I mean, like, did you not grow up with like the Lamborghini poster on your wall or anything like that? No. Uh, see, I did. So. I mean, I like cars. Yeah. But I'm not buying a ten million dollar car. I would. Not a unless it was an investment. If if you were like one of. <laughs> no. How many did they make? Like a dozen? Uh, ten. Ten. So if you're one of ten people, you bought that car yeah. and then resold it in 20 years, yeah. then yeah. I mean, but I would never drive it. As soon as you drive it, it lose value. Yeah, just charter it everywhere. Well, if you do that, you can pick it up with your helicopter and take it wherever you want. <laughs> you can't put a car in a helicopter. Well, I know. Like pick it up like a cargo bob. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's not worth it. And, and this million dollars butt question is not worth it. I'm not taking it. No, I'm not either. Just because I, I, don't, I would get tired of it. Yep. <clears throat> well, um, just a reminder, guys, we have our fifth year anniversary event, um, October 11th um, from 5 to 9 p.m. Yeah, so the day this drops, just a couple hours later. Uh, Dirty Fabian from Drew State Cigars will be here. It's going to be a really cool event if you guys are anywhere near the area. Please come by. Um, we've got some really cool stuff set up. There may or may not be um, some payback to the employees. Um, if you get here and you buy a few things, you you will get some revenge on us, yeah. um, which is going to be really fun. What's going to be fun is like when everybody goes after you. Yeah. And nobody hey. and nobody picks us. That'd be all right. It's worth it. Yeah. As long as they spend the money. Yeah. It's worth it. No, it, it, it's going to be a celebration. Yeah. That's, no, it's that's great. That's what it is. Yeah, our, like we, our anniversary parties are always fun. We have a great time. Yeah. Um, it's never a high-pressure thing to buy stuff. It's always just, yeah. hey, we want to say thank you, you guys, for another year of great business. Yeah. And, uh, well, and every, so come on out. Every event that we do, it's always for the consumer and for the customer. Yeah. But this one, we definitely ramp it up a notch yeah. because it's because of everybody yep. out there who comes here while we're having another anniversary. And, yeah. Um, totally looking forward to it. And honestly, one of the things I'm really looking forward to is when these doors shut and then just us are in here and we can just kick back and, you know, just talk about the year that we had. 
Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a fast year. Um, it it's been it a fast five years. Yeah. Um, yeah, because this will be my. I think this will be my fourth anniversary. I've worked. Yeah. I think. Fourth. Yeah. Next month will be my fifth year at this shop. Yeah. Yeah. My, yeah. Uh, I'm coming up on four years. So. Yeah. It's been really fun. Um, we've had a great time. So maybe we can get everybody to sit down and, and uh, chat for the podcast and talk about the year um, and see how it goes. So Yeah, I've, I've been debating, like, thinking of a way we can incorporate. Because this is now, you know, like we talked about last week, how you have the past, the present, and the future. Yeah. Um, which everybody who's listening to the show now knows the future. Oh, yeah. What the show Super is. Super excited about the, the Conway um, shop. And, you know, this show is the present and the future. So. Um, make sure you guys hit the subscribe button. However you like to listen to the podcast. Um, keep listening. We really appreciate it. Um, keep interacting on, uh, social media, Facebook, Instagram, um, email us. Um, there's a link on a, a westendcigar.com website, um, where you can listen to the podcast direct from there. Um, and we really appreciate everything you guys have done. Um, and all the interaction we get. It's, it's a lot of fun for us to, uh, make the show and then be able to see um, the people listening and, and interact. And we've had a couple of people show up to the shop from other places uh-huh. um, that heard about it on the podcast. So um, really cool kind of, uh, I, I don't want to say starstruck moment, but it's kind of what it was, right? Yeah, the first no. guy showed up and, I'm, and, and he's like, hey, are you Steve? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, uh, man, I'm a huge fan of the podcast. I'm, I'm like uh, starstruck right now. I was like, Dude, I'm kind of starstruck right now. Like, <laughs> yeah. So what does bo- this mean? We both had we both had one yeah. listener come in because my yeah. I had one where I think you were in Italy at the time. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's pretty cool. Like yeah, it, it is does. Cool. It it I don't know. It's humbling. It is. So yeah. All right, guys. Well, again, we appreciate you listening. We will see you next week. Later.